You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. I have Vicky here as always. Hey, hey. And today we are joined once again by our friend. Former best friend. Oh, Vicky's former best friend, apparently. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> this is pa- Pam is with us again. I uh, lovingly refer to these episodes as the Ministry of Confusion episodes. <laughs> I was kind of thinking the chaos word would be in there a yeah. little bit, but confusion yeah. works yeah. for me. Oh my gosh. But I think that Pam... That's a really uh, high setup for everybody. <laughs> well, at least your, their expectations would be very yeah. low. low. Yeah. Yeah, so low. we should exceed them. I Thanks think, the though, that Pam is now our most frequent guest on the podcast. <gasps> I'm a frequent flyer? Yeah. <gasps> is there rewards? <laughs> Maybe Vicky will. One night free in a hotel somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't me roll my eyes. Oh, I, I have a little hostility towards her right now. Can you tell? Well, you know, I'm a little hostile towards her. We are talking about some inner healing topics Maybe she today. can lead me oh, through something. Yeah. So maybe forgiving us could. That's right. Yeah. I'll need it. But why don't you tell everybody who Pam is? Uh-oh. Pam Dick is from Abbotsford, Canada. 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 <laughs> She's been, you know... Um, I was looking for a friend in all the wrong places years ago, and actually my husband met her in uh, in Toronto. So he was looking for a friend <laughs> for me, church. for me, and yeah, for you, adopting a friend. So um, and he just said I, he met Pam and said, you know, my wife would really hit it off with you because our personalities are very similar. It's like some people bring home souvenirs from Canada. As Steve brought home a friend for his wife. <laughs> That's right. True story. And it is true story. True story. I think we've known each other, I don't know, oh, except be 15, 16 years. At least. Yeah. Were you at Nicole's wedding? You didn't know at Nicole's. No. So it's probably 14, 14, yeah. 15 years. And it's just really, a, she's a breath of fresh air. She speaks, she's going to speak at our women's retreat. She speaks in our school, she churches. She speaks a lot. She's, we don't even ask her to speak. She just speaks. But uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but anyway, um, all kidding aside, she's my my closest friend, and we uh, when we're together, it's just on and fun and uh, frivolity, friendship. Is there any more F's? Well, well I F's. got downgraded from Fellowship. best friend to closest friend. <laughs> yeah. One of my wow. clo- one of my close friends. One, one of one, one of, of many. many of my close friends. It's okay, this is about inner healing, so this. <laughs> is I'll, I'll get some. So she's my. So she might redeem herself by the time the two weeks are over. That's great. Yeah. Good. She's. Did I say you're a senior pastor? No. Oh, are you still? <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> My job description is changing daily. Senior pastor at the River in Abbotsford, and just a remarkable friend and a remarkable uh, loyal friend of the Father's house. I think everybody that meets her loves her. Can you introduce me to this person? She sounds amazing. (laughs) Where is she? And you know what? If you tell her a secret, she will never tell anyone. It's really good. It's it's like her. The secret you give her is safe with her. So she's like she's like a safe. Although you, t- like yeah, you two were just telling Jeremiah, our producer, a secret for the last half an hour. Oh, yeah. So. we. So I came in, and, and this is funny because I do not sing well, but I love to sing. Oh, a secret. And, <clears throat> and um, I said to Pam, who is actually a year older than I am, I said, do you know the Beatles song, Do You Know a Secret? And she says, no. And I'm like, so then I 
proceed to sing it. I think, she you, goes, sang it, I think you sang it first before you told her. And then I said the name. She did. So Thank it you. doesn't matter. But she, but, but her response was what? No. And even after I t- sang and I told her the words and the Beatles, she was very objective about that. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Until she actually heard the Beatles sing it and goes, oh, I know the song. <laughs> so that tells you out in Radio Land that Vicki Orsillo does yeah. not have a great voice. She cannot carry a tune. She cannot carry But she has great heart. She <laughs> sings with passion. Loud, loud you know? and passionate. I love Jesus and I sing loud. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, let's uh, dive in before we digress too far. Oh, but why? <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> We're always diving in. But, okay. um, Take us, Luke. Lead us so on. So I, what Vicky didn't say is that Pam is, uh, you've been doing Prime Minister in a Healing oh, yeah. for many, many yeah. years. Yeah. And I'm really, really old. <laughs> I've been probably doing it. She's only 25. <laughs> 20, look at her. 20, 25 years. Yeah. I, I'm actually only 30. I don't know. <laughs> but the Prime Ministry has made me look like that. Has yeah. aged me prematurely. Um, but you're here, you're going to be speaking in our school about some of those topics. Yeah, and yep. um, I know that you've impacted my life with doing that ministry too, and Vicky's and many people's here. So I thought that we'd talk a little bit about uh, an inner healing topic. I believe it's one of the things you're teaching on this week, which is about trauma. trauma. Yes. yes. So can you give us a definition of trauma? It's a good start. Well, thank you, Luke. I didn't trap her with this. So I don't have a clue what the definition. <laughs> your your own definition. Definition of, yeah. of trauma yeah. is, but I can tell you the yes. two types of trauma Perfect. there is. Okay. Start with so that. So there is one type of trauma that happens that causes a person. It affects the joy center in your brain, and so when you get traumatized and you go through trauma, what happens? One of the things is a person loses their joy and they can't seem to connect with mm-hmm. it again. And you often hear people say, I can laugh and all that, but I don't mean any of it. Wow. So it's very shallow. Mm-hmm. And then the other type of trauma is what happens when um, bad things happen. And that causes fear in people's life. So you're dealing with lack of joy from one type of a trauma and then fear that has come in because of the other trauma. So um, you have to deal with those things when people have been through traumatic um, events. Yeah. Like listening to Vicky sing. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Make a joyful you can, noise. You can edit this out, no, right? No, it's good. And trauma is... <laughs> I feel bad. So I, trauma is... I mean, sometimes we think trauma has to mean like car wreck yes. or oh, yeah. plane crash yeah, or something yeah, huge, yeah, no. but it doesn't have to be that big no, a deal, right? No, no. It can be something as... Um, um, I had was I prayed for a person, and Vicky, you can probably relate to some of this, but um, somebody who got embarrassed or humiliated <laughs> in front of a maybe the entire school or something yeah, at a right. at some type of an event or in a staff meeting or you're at work and somebody berates you and so that can be traumatizing right. to somebody because I think basically trauma is all about you not feeling safe it's really good you know I think um, as we have done prayer ministry for many years the two of us like the one number one phobia is speaking in front mm-hmm. of, of a, a yeah. crowd um, I think that's the number one phobia still. And if you follow it down, it usually is embarrassment mm-hmm. at a very young age. You stand in front of the first grade class and you, mm-hmm. you spell cat wrong or they all laugh at you or yeah. your flies down mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. It's when the Lord shows you what it really is, it, it, the fear and the phobia usually comes from a traumatic mm-hmm. event. Yeah. So it's, um, it can really, you can, mm-hmm. you can get over that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a, 
portion of your brain near the back of your brain that's called the reticular formation. Whoa. And, oh, I know. Thank Say you. It again. Thank you. Reticular formation. Wow. Just for all my yeah. scientific friends that's out incredible. there. Incredible. And that's the portion of the brain that they say. Are you listening to that, Jeremiah? Reticular formation. It's scientific talk right mm -hmm. now. And that portion of your brain holds trauma memories. And that is why, if you whether it's yeah. like you say, whether it's somebody embarrassing you when you were a kid, that's why it replays. Mm -hmm. It, um, and uh, and pretty well replays exactly what you were feeling or thinking that really time. Good. And so one of the things you have to do with trauma memory is you have to also, there's the spiritual side of it, but there's this physical side too. We have to pray over that portion of the brain mm -hmm. and get it to stop replaying traumatic memories to you. And we just wash peace over those memories. Mm -hmm. So you can sometimes still remember, but now the trauma's broken off of it. So we remember and there's peace attached. Lots of times, <clears throat> excuse me, like a woman who's been sexually abused will remember will remember the fan and will remember mm -hmm. the clock ticking and hates the smell of aftershave right. the aftershave mm -hmm. maybe old spice yeah. that was done by the abuser mm -hmm. because it because of what she's saying it's it's frozen in mm -hmm. your brain and but Jesus comes mm -hmm. right um, but there is that and you have no idea it's even there um, until the Holy Spirit really shows yeah. you that I mean you do sometimes mm -hmm. you do know it's yeah. there but Loads of times you just want, you just fold it up and put it in a, in a luggage mm. and, and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, and some people think that's normal. Yeah. That, and because uh, another way of one of those memories, if you ever notice, you talk to people and they can recount word for word, word a conversation yeah. too, that somebody said that really hurts them, Traumatic. Yeah. you know, and, and, but they think that's normal. They think it's normal to remember uh, word for word conversations mm. like 30, you, that memory is 30 mm. years old or mm. even 10 years older, but you're remembering word for word. You're remembering the smells in a room you're remembering Absolutely. like no you have a spirit of trauma has attached itself to mm -hmm. you and it will keep flaying that memory on yes. you over and over again so that you because really you stop emotionally growing where that trauma is because anything that's um on the other side of that trauma which could be relationships with other people could be the freedom to trust, get married trust. trust all of those things they're now they're being blocked by that's that trauma really good. that's really good so what if someone is relating to either the fear thing or the lack of joy, like what, where do they start? Like what, what does the healing process look like? Well, I do have this little trauma prayer that I do with people. That's really good. Yeah. And one of the things that we do is, um, what we do is we ask for new neurological mm. connections in the joy center because mm. they've literally been severed by the trauma. Right. And so we need to ask the Lord to reestablish those mm. connections. And, um, you know, God wired us together. He knows every part about us. He knows every ligament, cell. So, of course, he also knows that there's neurolo neurological connections that have been disrupted right. because of trauma. And so one of the things we do is we ask the Lord to reconnect mm those neurological connections so joy the joy memories right. can come back to you because a lot of times people with trauma what happens too is they stop remembering joy about anything mm -hmm. they say i've never felt happy or i haven't felt happy in yeah. years well guess what there may have been lots of good things happening mm -hmm. but see it. but they can't retain it because they've got this this trauma now that's cutting joy off and so one of the things we do when we ask the lord to um also turn off the fight and flight response mm -hmm. because um People in trauma, not only are they not feeling joy and there's fear, but they're always ready for either uh, a fight mm -hmm. or they're going to run or they freeze. So mm -hmm. there's fight, flight, and freeze. And so we have to, you know, look at those things, ask the Lord to deal mm -hmm. with them. And then we'll often, I'll often say, okay, Lord, so start restoring these memories. Mm -hmm. um, show them something joyful that happened in the last um, week. Mm -hmm. 
and we just start, I just start to work my way back there. And a lot of times if the trauma was at a certain age, I can get, I, we can get them to a point where, Lord, remind them of something good that happened that year sure. after this event. And then they go, oh, I had a birthday party. Mm-hmm. I thought I didn't have any more birthday mm-hmm. parties. Or, oh, I remember that I got to do this with my dad. I, I'd forgotten all that. So because see trauma blocks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think um, we have to back up just a bit because mm-hmm. for me, when, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was introduced to, this is prayer ministry. Yeah. This is, um, we call it prayer ministry, inner healing. Yeah. Um, uh, what I didn't know before I was introduced is that the Holy Spirit's called the counselor. Mm-hmm. The comforter and the counselor. He knows when these things happened. He wants to release you at this great level. And it's all about forgiveness. Yeah. It's 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 actually identifying, having the Holy Spirit identify all these things to you, reveal, you know, the memory of the trauma sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he does, I mean, most times he does. And he, it's it's a safe place for you. But it's it's he wants the fulfillment mm. of your life right. he, and he knows that satan comes to kill rob and destroy and when you have trauma like this it like uh, pam said it locks you in there mm-hmm. and it takes away so many things mm-hmm. that is your is your inheritance from the mm-hmm. from the god your father and so the holy spirit is is ha- remembers everything about us and when there's when there's responses that we don't want like let's just you know, the, the speaking in front of everybody, you just start flipping and sweating profusely because you don't want to, you have to speak in front of a crowd. There's usually a very deep root for that kind of response. Mm-hmm. And, and, w- and what Pam was talking about, the, 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 that trauma, it just, it just blocks all the signals and yeah. makes them haywire, yeah. but the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So he starts to form self-protective mm-hmm. behaviors and right. belief systems, right? That's right. To, I'm not going to go through that again. Or right. I'm never going to let anybody. You're in control. Hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And what does, what does that control tend to result in when we start to make those kind of judgments or make those vows? How does that tend well, to? Well, I think it, it's your living. It's almost like you have a car that has three mm-hmm. wheels or, you know, or has a flat tire. You really are not living in the abundance of God the Father. And, and he's, he's, a, he's our Father in heaven. <clears throat> You're not getting the fullness. All your inheritance that you have, peace, joy, um, what's all the grace of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All those, you, you don't Loving get those. Kind of patience, because patience. You, you have these things folded up inside of you that I'm not going to trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. when it's abuse, it's, it's you know, male and female. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust men. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't trust fatherly figures. I can't trust brothers. Um, it's I, they're usually their, their relationships usually end up in disaster. It's hard to have mm-hmm. a loving relationship when there's, when there's yeah. physical abuse. Mm-hmm. And you undealt physical mm-hmm. abuse mm-hmm. so there's you know lack of trust lack of um peace lack of joy yeah. um you're on your confidence you're on, i think you're always in the flight mm. flight fight yeah. or freeze. Freeze. Freeze, freeze frozen um state because you're on guard yeah. yeah and you're everything in you is on guard yeah that's what trauma does and we see that freeze response in mm-hmm. often women that were abused yes and so because people make the dumb mistake of saying well why didn't you just mm. Say no. Right. Why oh didn't gosh. we just leave? It's because they've gone into a trauma response of I'm frozen. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid to do anything. Right. 
Um, my, one of my biggest traumas was because of a couple of bad car accidents, one when I was 15, and again, literally a year to the month, I had another wow. one. Wow. And how trauma resulted was I was terrified of driving. Yes. Because uh, both accidents were not my fault. I mean, obviously I wasn't driving them, but it was because the driver wasn't paying attention yeah. or the people that hit us, you know, um, weren't paying attention. Mm -hmm. And so how trauma um, worked in my life was I went from the trauma of the accident to now I've embraced fear because trauma works with the spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. And so now I have fear about, about driving. Okay, well, fear doesn't ever want to stay in one, one piece of you. Fear wants to take over more and more of you. So what happened was I went from afraid to drive to afraid to fly, mm. afraid of any kind of traveling. And, um, and then the driving would be, uh, and the driving fear had increased too because at first it was, well, I'm afraid of driving when it's um, raining because mm. you could skid. Okay, but now I'm afraid of driving in the snow, which when mm. you live in Canada, you better get over the <laughs> rain and the snow because yeah. we could skid. And then finally it was, I'm just afraid of driving. Mm. Wow. You know, because that's what trauma does. Trauma wants to take over, like you said, more and more of your life. You're afraid of like with the abuse thing. Mm -hmm. So one man has hurt you, but pretty soon trauma goes, you can't trust any yeah, man. Right. It always takes more so ground. So it does. It always wants more mm -hmm. ground. It's really good. And that's why people have to understand you, you do have to deal with it. It's not going to open you up to being hurt again. Mm. It actually opens you up to taking your life back. Freedom. That's really good. And one of the things I, I found with these traumatic memories, these pains, is that we can be triggered by an experience. And, mm. and we can be, like, perfectly fine, normal, and yeah, then all absolutely. of a sudden something happens mm -hmm. and it takes us back yeah. to right, that yeah. place, right? Like, funny story on this for me. I was just telling the story the other day. I was went to Disneyland a couple of years ago. and um, We did, too, though. We did, too. Is that, that was the one Paris Disneyland? No, this, I'm talking about L.A. I'm talking about L.A. this time. Dagnabbit. But we... Uh, this wasn't really trauma, but it was just funny how things trigger you and you, you start responding on autopilot was it started to rain really badly on one of the nights that we were there. And all the crowds were like just getting running around in the rain because when California doesn't rain very often, all the people were like, what's happening? And I, being an Englishman, immediately turned into this like it's raining in England mode. And I just start like power walking through getting to shelter. <laughs> and then I leave the people that I'm with behind because they're just going too slow. And I'm just like, I'm English. <laughs> I'm English. I'm God. I yeah, know. I know like, what this means. And it was like, it's, I, and afterwards, like one of the guys was like, what happened? I've never seen you walk like that. I've never seen you like <laughs> yeah, yeah. move like that before. I was like, oh, it started to rain. So I just like, yeah. and I was tired before, but it kicked in. And I was, I was ready just yeah, to go to get out of there. You know, it's, it's fun. It was just funny how. So like a memory. A me like, yeah, yeah the so trigger, the rain, ha the yeah. rain came down, the trigger so hit. And I was just, memory. I was just knew what to do. Actually, you know? that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if trauma is, is not like muscle memory. Yeah, muscle, exactly. muscle memory. Like, yeah. right? Like you that's saw the word. rain and yeah. it kicked in, yeah. you know, this yeah. muscle and get out of the rain right now. Where's everybody else? Hey, let's dance. Let's have it's fun. It's raining you know? in California. Well, they were just, they, they were freaking out about the rain, but they yeah. were just going like rabid circles. Americans. They were going around. Yeah. We don't know what this is yeah. until this year. Yeah. Now we know what yeah, rain is. That's true. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, it's yeah. the muscle memory of, mm. of trauma and, uh, and uh, things that have happened to us. And, you know, trauma is like a huge thing, and, and that is valid, but there's other things, memories, mm -hmm. bad things that happen to us that mm -hmm. maybe is not rises to the occasion right. or the or the um, adjectives of, of, of trauma trauma right. but um there's still i could remember the word rises to the uh, anyway it's a wounds us it's a secret it's a wounding it's a wounding yeah. so it's but a secret. there is a muscle memory that when something happens and triggers you yeah. Yeah, I, I like to say it's like your elevator just goes from the 27th floor to the basement mm. without you stopping you have a response mm -hmm. that you're like 
and like you know that this response is way too too big for mm -hmm. what the person did to you. Uh, mm -hmm. I like to use the excuse, um, the, the um, example of someone shushes you. And people will lose their minds yeah. if you're shushed. They lose their and mind. usually, if, again, right. if the Holy Spirit shows you and you and you freak out over something that you should just be maybe a little perturbed mm -hmm. with, there's usually a root mm -hmm. of, of pain or trauma yeah. that it just goes right, ties right into mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Can definitely be a lot. How am I responding to this situation? Can be a litmus test. Of yeah, I think. What's I going think, on in my heart? You know, there, there's a lots of things. Um, we're talking about trauma and trauma is will totally incapacitate your life mm -hmm. if you don't deal with it mm -hmm. and then and deal with it in forgiveness mm -hmm. do you have yeah. anything else i always have something i know you do <laughs> what go for like go for whatever oh, you want well i was thinking you know we're talking about the big traumas yeah. but if if anybody needs an a small example yeah. Yeah. of it it could be something as simple as you know as a kid maybe you were helping your dad and you were hammering something and you you end up hammering your finger mm -hmm. So the next time dad says, come and help me, I don't ah, want to, I don't, I don't want, want to. It's scary. You know, or you're you're using a mandolin in the in the kitchen for slicing vegetables and oh you get your finger one time. So the next time a mandolin? Well, don't you use a mandolin? No, that's a musical instrument. No, there's no, there's also really? a really okay. Thank I didn't know you. That. Thank you, yeah. Luke. Wow, it's mandolin. It's, you know friend. the thing with the blade and you yeah. slice yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mandolin. guys call it a mandolin, okay. Yeah. So you can just really easy if you're not yeah. watching it. You slice yeah. yourself, which again, that it, that's kind of those are small examples, but you know, that little bit of pain makes fear. a person go, No, I don't want to do yeah. it again. You know, because it, it hurt me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a small example of but you magnify that by the pain level mm -hmm. of a bigger trauma, like you say, abuse mm -hmm. or car mm -hmm. accident or something like that, or rain falling in California. <laughs> yeah, it's you traumatic. Know? It's a traumatic. It was, it was, it was you know? a sad yeah. thing, yeah. Is that, so that makes yeah. sense, right? Yes. So people are saying, oh, I don't have any big traumas. Well, okay, just take it back to the small ones and then yeah. stop and go, is there something that I'm afraid to do mm -hmm. because it, it caused me pain when I was younger? Mm -hmm. So even the small things like that, it's like you have to go... Um, you know, do you really want to keep living with that? Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be anything we're not, we don't feel free about. It's really good. You know, so. Thank, so if you have, you. You, have fear, you have fear of flying, you have fear of getting yeah. in a car, you have fear of speaking, you know, what is your fear? And the, fear is not of Jesus. He said, that's worry. Right. That stress is a sin. Yeah. And fear is also not trusting in Jesus. That's right. Because he gives us free to, yeah. freedom to dance and sing, and, and um, even though people might not like it. Uh, <laughs> or you understand know, it. Or understand <laughs> it. Or um, recognize it. But right. it's it's... We're, it's there's a freedom and mm -hmm. it's called if you're whom the sun is set free is free indeed. free indeed and we we as americans canadians english we live so fearful yeah. if you just listen to people talk mm -hmm. and they they talk about all kinds of fear I'm, money fear of, i'm being being poor mm -hmm. well where'd that come from it could be your background it could be mm -hmm. the way maybe you only had food the first of the month because your mom got food stamps or it could be that you have a, you know, you you were in a very disciplined thing, and you can't break out of that. With mm -hmm. you, you can't spend anything. So there's there's different places where our upbringing and what has happened through uh, through our parents mm -hmm. often causes fear of all kinds yeah. of things yeah. in our yeah. lives. And that, and you know, another aspect of the the trauma or the fear, or even just those wounded places, is that it it, it impacts your life first, and it starts to bleed out to Correct. Yes. the people around yeah. you. Right? Kids. Yeah, yeah. So you know, one of the mm -hmm ongoing kind of jokes for Vicky over the year <laughs> years is that some of her sibling not siblings sorry children even yeah. and and me being close to them have referred to travel Vicky as a oh boy <laughs> travel Vicky. okay so I I want to be at the airport 
early. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't, I just have this thing and I, then I, if it's, if I'm not early, I, I started getting really, Panicky. really, I started getting real freaky. Mm-hmm. So finally, after many years and me doing inner healing, because it's kind of funny, uh, I think my daughter Danielle said, <clears throat> mom, I think you might have an inner healing issue. Like, why do you freak out about yeah. going to the airport, you know, and missing the flight or whatever? So my, my, my Holy Spirit showed me that the last time I saw my father, um, he was late to the airport with me. Oh. He dropped me off curbside, and I never saw him again. He died. Wow. So, and, and, and so it was like, oh, that is a direct relationship to what I was feeling mm. when I go to the airport or mm. when I feel like I'm going to miss something because it was so traumatic because, right. you know, then he, you know, he died two months later. I never yeah. saw him again. And then, of course, I'd love to tell everybody who's so mean to me that the reason travel Vicky's around <laughs> is because 30, 40 years ago, my father passed away. Yeah. So, you know, just kidding. Yeah. But no, that was, but that's a great yeah, example yeah. because I did, I, I just like, I'm just, I was like yeah. shaking yeah. with fear and, and concern mm-hmm. that we weren't going to do this. We're not going to be town. But what's so good is that, and this is what people need to do is that, um, when you start to recognize, okay, I don't know if this is normal <laughs> for people to be this worried, Weird. right? So what's the message behind this? What's the lie I'm believing? Mm-hmm. What's the memory yeah. that's making me? And if we do that, it's amazing. The Holy Spirit will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That, like when I got over my car stuff, it was because I realized that um, I didn't feel like God took, had taken care of me, hadn't protected me. Mm. And so I realized I now had developed this, like, you know, you said you go into self-protection. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like the worst passenger in any car. <laughs> uh, yeah, like just yeah. constantly Scared. grabbing the door, grabbing the dash, you know, and doing the, yeah. watch it, watch it. Oh, no, you know, oh, there's brakes ahead. And uh, so I was driving for <laughs> everybody. Did that anyway, but you know? this, is, this, is this was like amplified. over the top, you yeah. know. And um, you realize, well, what was the message? So I had to finally, somebody finally said to me, well, what's the lie you're believing? Mm. And I, I realized what I'm believing is I take care of me. It's mm. control. I'm the only one that can take it's care control. of me. And so the fear was if I let that go, uh, he's going to make me go into more car accidents. Wow. So, you know, so you have to, it, it's hard getting there to confront it. Yeah. But once you get it, it's like you open up a door. It's crazy. And it's like, oh, my gosh, there was all this sunshine just waiting for me to walk mm-hmm. out into. So That's a really good point because the truth is once when, the Holy, when you ask the Holy Spirit, why am I over-responding? Because you guys, like, call me Travel Vicky. And you, so you were, mean. You guys, so yeah, they mean. Were, they were kind of mean. But probably rightly later. so because I was a little neurotic about this. And they don't ever see me like that. No, it was, it, it was, that was the point. It was, you went yeah, from I'm not, it's, easy it's, going, Vicky. Yeah, to, and then all of a sudden you take yeah. me to, to London and I'm crazy. Um, but one, like what, what you just said is once the Holy Spirit reveals yeah. to you, the pain for me is that my father, it's the last time I saw my father, so let's get, in, let's get to the airport on time mm-hmm. so no trauma happens. Mm-hmm. And when the Lord showed me that, it, like it opens a door, and now I still am very, I still want to get there early. Mm-hmm. But it's taken the craziness, the kinetic feeling, mm. out of control feeling I had away. <clears throat> and, and, and it shows you why you're responding the way you're responding. I think, in, in Pam, you'll probably agree with this, um, is that in all the years of Christianity, before I knew about this, mm. um, when, I was, when I was introduced to prayer ministry, it was like, it's like the second best thing 
after mm, salvation, salvation yeah. is like it can even yeah. your playing field so you're not walking around in control and stress and anxiety and worry and you're not letting the past just dictate your future mm. and your presence mm, yeah it's good there's so much freedom that comes there's from so it. much even even it can be such little things too it can be uh, because you said no to somebody in authority one time a teacher yeah. or um, whatever and they berated you mm-hmm. and so after that you're you're terrified to speak up yeah okay but you, you have to get to that core memory because there's there's freedom for you absolutely yeah. because God doesn't want you to go your whole life afraid to speak up because mm-hmm. he's gonna it says he puts words in your mouth well if you keep swallowing them yeah. and don't right. say them you're actually also limiting your effect on the world around right. you how much you're influencing people because you're saying um, either nobody wants to hear from me or I'm gonna get trouble in trouble yep. if I speak up and the enemy loves that you know, and so he he capitalizes on our fear because that's his kingdom. Yep. That's what he loves to do. But we are, we're in a kingdom. God says, I didn't send you a spirit of fear. It's really good. You know, so that's that's was my promise for years. OK, this fear is not from you, God. And then I hit that scripture that says um, uh, where perfect love is. There's no fear. Yeah. And it, and it hit me and it took me a while. But I started realizing every time I was afraid, I wasn't feeling loved. So I would just stop really and good. say, God, I need to feel your love right now. Because right now, fear is telling me, you've abandoned me, or I'm going to be in trouble, or somebody's mad. Lord, just let me feel your love. So I tell fear to go and fill up on love, right? Yeah. So, that I mean, that's, you know, we do self-ministry on ourselves all the time, right? Well, yeah, we do ministry with each other, too. And, mm-hmm. in fact, it's what's so cool about this whole thing, trauma included, mm-hmm. and just, just the things that we've dealt with, is sometimes when you go through it and the Holy Spirit shows you and then you get out all the angst and stress or you talk or you're, if you're not if you're really mad at someone in a, in a in a confidential way you just speak out what you're really feeling and you forgive them at a deep level which is amazing mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about that but um, sometimes things change immediately mm-hmm. because because there's a spiritual condition when you're held in, in uh, fear and anxiety yeah. and unforgiveness yeah it's a boomerang thing that happens mm-hmm. to you um pam prayed with me in november and literally it was about forgiveness so mm-hmm. it was more i, I was ha- holding some uh, real unforgiveness in my heart and literally two hours later that person who i forgave wrote an email mm-hmm. and it's like wow and i that happens time and time yeah. and time again because you just get rid of it and you're back there. It's almost like you're clean. It's almost like your yeah. your bathtub is sparkly well, you clean. clean. You yeah. are clean. Because yeah. that unforgiveness and that trauma, yeah. I mean, that's just muck. Yeah. And it's taken up it's taken up space in us that could have freedom mm-hmm. and light, right? So yeah, you are you were clean. That's what mm-hmm. that's what you end up sensing right away. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. a change has happened in me. Doesn't always mean the change will happen in the other person, mm-hmm. although in that case that it, d- did. it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm no longer attached to that other person. The other thing about trauma you need to know is that it's not just a spiritual thing or an emotional thing. Like it's a proven fact that trauma so. physically affects your body. Mm-hmm. So literally, your muscles and ligaments, tendons, joints, um, everything gets affected by trauma because it literally changes the. Um, chemistry in your body like right. living with fear because your adrenal gland starts like shooting off That's like really crazy yep. and though and different hormones start happening and that all affects your body and we'll we've t- we've prayed with people who had trauma released and they had had headaches for years mm-hmm. or they um, had back problems or they're, they woke up every morning with muscle aches yeah. and guess what they release trauma get rid of the fear and guess what? They're and we do this prayer where we tell all their muscles and that from the top of their head we work mm-hmm. right down to the soles of their feet to release trauma to the Lord. 
We command that mm -hmm. trauma to go, and we release the presence of God back into their body, and muscles start relaxing again. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's pretty amazing. It's like amazing. God has got us so wonderfully wired. Yes. Yeah. Like it's body, soul, and spirit, mm -hmm. right? They all work in connection together. It's really good. I just, this just came into my mind, which kind of relates to trauma, but maybe it's just a, a side note, but I think it's the Lord is. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves yes, for, the, for the things definitely. that, you know, whether we something happened to us, sometimes we still blame ourselves, mm -hmm. or sometimes we, mm -hmm. um, or we made the decision that led to the traumatic right. event ourselves. And right. I just, I know a lot of people, I've been hearing a lot lately, people I've been ministering to, just how hard, again, self-forgiveness is. Mm -hmm. Um, so if someone is struggling to forget themselves, what, what would you Okay, this say? is one of my favorite new things to say to people because this is what the Lord told me. If God forgives you and you receive that forgiveness, mm -hmm. that's awesome. But if you don't give, forgive yourself, mm -hmm. you are diminishing God's forgiveness over mm -hmm. you. And in fact, you're not honoring it. Mm. Because what you do by not forgiving yourself is you're beating yourself up or you're allowing the enemy to beat you up. And really what you're doing is you're trying to earn what he's already given you for mm -hmm. free. So when you forgive yourself, you honor God's forgiveness. That's good. And I think if people understand that, it's so much easier for them to say, okay, well, I don't want to dishonor God. Mm -hmm. Like he's just forgiven me. And so suffering is not going to make... And I can't earn that forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It's already free. And by making myself suffer, I'm not helping it. Yeah. So uh, when people understand, it's honoring God to forgive yourself. That's it's good. honoring His forgiveness for you. It's really good. And I, think, I, th and I, think for, um, <laughs> what, I think what we've learned, too, is that's epidemic. Mm -hmm. And even like um, a young boy who might have been sexually abused, mm -hmm. and maybe his body responded mm -hmm. to, to a male mm -hmm. on, you know, young boy, there's a self-hatred that comes. Mm -hmm. And um, and Satan uses that obviously, uh, mm -hmm. but there's some res false responsibility that the young boy has, mm -hmm. and oftentimes when um, I'm in a in a uh, inner healing appointment, I'll actually ta have them talk to themselves, mm -hmm. and because they hate themselves, which is unforgiveness, and I'll actually have them talk to themselves like you know they say, I'd say like Vicky I can't believe that you know you did this and mm -hmm. you did that and, you know you hurt me. And then I actually literally forgive myself mm -hmm. because I hold hate towards myself and it's a sin and it's a trap. And there's so much, I, I don't know that when we were kids if there was this much self-hate. I think it's mm -hmm. really amped up in, um, in 2023, 20, you know, in the 20, what is it, 21st century. Yes. Um, but, you know, forgiving yourself is so, so, so mm -hmm. important. I think in today's world with, you know, social media and all of those things, we are constantly... Um, seeing people's highlight reels that they post and then looking at our own lives and saying, well, I suck and I don't, you know, mm. this constantly in our face Barrage, all yeah. the time. Yeah. You should be this, should look like this, should sound like this, mm. should have this, should do that. You know, it, <coughs> it continues just to bring people down, you know, and people now anonymously hurt people on the internet. It's, oh, just, yeah, you know, it's, just, a whole, it's just a whole, yeah. you know, and that identity of who am I, am I good enough? The question just gets bigger and bigger mm. and the fear comes in and, you, and know. you know with trauma when you're little too often we deal with it as adults yeah, and good. so we think it through as adults yeah. so we go it's like really oh good. i should have yeah. you know i i, I should have called for help or i should have I, I should have said no or i should have helped my mom or i shouldn't have gotten yeah. into the car whatever but you have to go back and say okay but how old were you when mm -hmm. that happened you were five right and that's an adult that told you to get in the car. That's an adult that yeah. was doing this. So you have to, like, that's probably one of our other big blocks, yeah, right? Thing, is that thinking. people 
try to look at inner healing from an adult point mm -hmm. of view like oh well no i get it i know like that's my favorite yeah. pet peeve is when you're trying to get people to walk through unforgiveness and they go oh no no i i get it my I mom forget. was really busy they, they did the she, best that they, they could they did the best yeah. that they could yeah. and i'm I going yeah. yeah so how i usually deal with that is i'll say to somebody okay so you have children and whether they do or mm -hmm. they don't i'll say okay well let's pretend you do have a child mm -hmm. so is that how you would tell your child to get over something mm -hmm. that you did would you would you say to them yeah well you're just going to say to your kid well i did my best mm -hmm. i don't know why you're upset mm -hmm. i did my best well nine times out of ten they go well no I, i'd never say that to my child exactly. and i'd say then why are you saying it to you mm -hmm. you're, you're completely diminishing the fact that the child in you is telling you i have pain and you're going after it with oh don't no 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 your mom you know they did their best mm -hmm. you know or, oh they didn't mean it well it doesn't matter the pain is there pain is pain I think the difference is people are going, was it intentional or unintentional? Mm -hmm. Intentional pain inflicted also brings with it um, offense. Right. Unintentional pain is still pain. So you, still have to, you can we, still let it go. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. If it's, even if it's, you know, I, I know you didn't mean to hurt me, but you did, and I'm going to forgive mm -hmm. you that you did. You don't have to, people get freaked out about assigning the blame like they didn't mm -hmm. mean to, but we still need to forgive the people that hurt us. And I think that what uh, she said was, Pam said was so important because we, fold up our pain and don't because mm -hmm. we're old and we just buck up especially our generation we just buck up and just keep walking yeah. and we never deal with it but the truth is when the holy spirit comes in these sessions he takes you back to that moment as a four-year-old and puts words to what you were really thinking mm -hmm. because we do want to put a 65 year old spin on it but the holy spirit was there at the right yeah. at the moment mm -hmm. so if you can if you can really feel again what you were feeling like lots of times you have no voice nobody really cares right you're four or you're eight or 17 nobody is really asking you hmm. you know like even d death of your mom or dad nobody's really asking you how you're doing so you just fold it away and you just you just go forward and that's what's so is so amazing and astounding to me is that the holy spirit will actually take you back to that moment and you can feel the feelings and verbalize them mm -hmm. because when you verbalize them you get rid of the poison mm -hmm. and then it's about forgiveness mm -hmm. but if, if he can keep all those feelings in the dark of your mind the recess of your memory you're going to have fear and control anxiety and stress if the whole if you allow the holy spirit to show you what you were thinking and what was happening to you and what you really believed and saw when this person or that person was doing whatever it, it takes the sting way out of it and you just verbalize it yeah, I think um, I think that there's somebody listening mm -hmm. to this who's done yeah, that very too. thing. Mm -hmm. I think that you're listening to this today because God wants you to hear Amen. this message that um, for too many years you've said, well, they didn't mean it or, you know, uh, or I should have said this. And But God wants you to know, like, he still sees that you're in pain yeah, and your pain matters to him. Mm -hmm. So don't keep um, don't keep minimizing it because you don't want to sound like a baby or, or somebody's told you, you know, buck up, whatever. Um, and I, I've been getting a picture the whole time we've been talking about, for somebody, I think their trauma has to do with a classroom, mm. that they were brought up to the front or the teacher did something, but I, I get a really clear picture of uh, being made to look foolish in front mm -hmm. of a class. And as an adult now, you go, you're making excuses, like right? Well, deal. you know, it was a big class, and oh, well, she didn't mean it, and oh, we know different now. No, the thing is, you were a child, mm. and an adult still, teacher or not, an authority figure 
um, embarrassed you, yeah. you know, and demeaned you in front of a bunch of kids. And so that's why you're afraid and you're still carrying that fear into every relationship with other authority figures mm -hmm. and every crowd relationship, like really you were good. saying. Yeah. So I think whoever you are, just ask God to, like, number one, forgive the person, forgive the teacher that did that to you. And then second of all, then um, stop blaming yourself for being hurt about it. Like, it hurt you. You were a kid. It hurt you. And allow the Holy Spirit, like Vicki just said, allow the Holy Spirit in to bring the healing. God mm -hmm. has been waiting all these years to carry your pain off. Yeah. You know, so today's your day. So wherever you are right now listening, mm -hmm. God wants you to allow him to carry this pain off. And the first step will be forgiving mm -hmm. that teacher. And then it's time to let yourself off the hook. Yeah. I think whoever you are, you've beat yourself up about being hurt. Mm. And the Lord wants you to know, like, your pain's important to him. So there's a healing coming to you. Mm -hmm. That's really sure. good. I think that's a good place for us to land the ship today. So mm, went so fast. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. We're amazing. It's, yeah. um, it's, it, this is, like I said before, if you're out there and you don't even know what we're talking about, mm -hmm. and you've been in church for a long time, it really is what Pam just said. Ask the Holy Spirit who lives in you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm where your pain is and what you felt yeah and then and then speak that pain out yeah. and then forgive those people yes. yeah and yeah. forgive yourself yeah. like yeah. pam said it's really yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's just that's the recipe for yeah. success yeah and well, find, can and we find just admit those the, admitting you have that pain yeah. is you're not a baby no, no. like nobody's calling right. you immature a baby that's mm -hmm. the enemy because he wants you to keep that pain in that mm -hmm. dark place yeah find a person that's safe that you can yes bring those things into the light with as well because when, you know, we get caught up in our own trauma loop sometimes when we try yes. to talk it through in our own head. That's so a we, good we, expression, we need, trauma loop. Yeah, That's we so need right. to bring somebody into it that we can share our heart with and, and let their love and their forgiveness all and acceptance reach us. Yeah, May I no. pray? So Holy Spirit, we just asked you to reveal to our friends who are listening places where they've held on to trauma. Yes. And Holy Spirit, just saturate them right now with your love. Mm -hmm that you would lead them out of the trauma from their past, the lies they believed about themselves and others. So we just we just pray, Holy Spirit, for your mm. revelation and your freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. amen. Amen. Well, thank you, guys. We will be back uh, next time, but thanks, Pam, for joining us. Oh, you're job. so welcome. Great job. Great job, Vicki. Great job, Pam. That was a really good episode, and She's we amazing. love you guys. See you love next you time. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, too. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or would even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.